lately got me going crazy. Hi guys, welcome to episode. I think I've lost count. I think it's twelve or thirteen. I'm not sure. At the moment. I'm just making sure of don't pay attention to me, man. Huh? Yeah, um, or millennials. And today there's no fake hair, there's no TMT, there's no Dara, there's no just me, just me, my one, and wow. the person you heard. I feel left out, man. Yeah, it's alright. I'll survive. TMT, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you yes. can. Yes. So Tianti. So yeah, who are you? Uh, my name is Daryl Lighton. I'm with uh, his brother, Neil Lighton. And I guess we make movies, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's. This is the first time we're having anyone from like the film world on the podcast. Like we've had, I mean, all sorts of cool people, but no, no film people. What sorts of cool people? Oh, we've had Carlo. Carlos. Oh, Grammy nominated Carlo. Alright, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Um, fair enough. Let me see if you can handle me. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Long as shit, man. Long as shit. You guys are great. Working, working. Working on the stuff, so. Gotta keep working. Fine. Um, you guys are on a promo run? Yes. What are you promoting? You know, I always listen to like Breakfast into Breakfast Club, Club yeah. yeah. And like those niggas look so mad when they're promoting their stuff, and I'm like, why are you so angry? Isn't your job promote your stuff? <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. So annoying. But we're out here, we're out here. We gotta do what we gotta do. Leave us a bit stress, stressful. Yeah. Very stressful actually, not a bit. Very very. Um. Okay. I've seen the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah, you have, you have. Yeah, you yeah. saw it first. Did you like it? Did you like it? You know, that day, like, I'll tell you this. Like, mm-hmm. after I'd been, like, because I've been working on some shit, like, I've been working on some projects. So, <laughs> the day I saw it, like, I was so, like, mind blown. Like, I was so inspired. And I got home that day, and I wrote, like, an article immediately. Like, mm-hmm. just, I was just like, okay, like, see what my mates are doing. Like, yeah, you have to get <laughs> your shit together. <laughs> So yeah, I was like very, very mind blown. I was very impressed. But um I've spoken about it before on the pod, but I think I want the people to decide for themselves. I don't want to influence, influence, influence them, like feed them too much. Influence, this is subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess the first question, like how did your interest in film come about? Uh all right, this is a podcast, so I guess we can be a bit longer than we Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Interesting movies, interesting movies. My interest in movies, to be fair, came from books. I read a lot. I started reading super early. My mom was, I think, at my mom's first child, and she was afraid she was going to have an illiterate. So she made, like, a lot of effort to make sure mask could read. So I've been reading since as long as I can remember. Uh, when I was much younger, I thought 
would be cool to be an author, but then I realized that people don't read, just me. And I was like, I would like to make some money. Uh, how, like, how do you do this? Yeah. This, is like, this is like 15, 16. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to uni and do some real life grown up shit. Because I was like, I want to be an author. Everyone was like, I want to work in petroleum engineering. I want to be an accountant. I still, I, I still want to be an author. I'm going to be an author. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't seem, it didn't seem like, it didn't seem serious. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When everyone you know and all the opportunities and every adult you know is like banking, banking or something. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just do business. And I figure if I can do this business thing enough, I can make some money that maybe at 40, 50, I can be like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. I'm get this. Forget this shit. Let me make some movies. Some books. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Fred Hoyt. Fred Hoyt was my... Uh, lecturer, professor <laughs> for my senior project that you have to do in yeah. university. Yeah. Senior project, senior project. That's what it's called. Some, uh, what dissertation? In my school, it's called senior project. I don't know. I don't remember. Thesis. Anyway, Something like that. Anyway, he was like, let's find an emerging industry in the world and write about where we think it's going to be in the next five years. I still have the paper if anyone thinks I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Since I'm from Nigeria, and this is where I was going back to, and then they let me see what's popping off in Nigeria. And I looked into Nollywood. There's a really good documentary made by some Canadians, I can't remember the name, about the history of Nollywood, and it came out that year. So I went there, did my research, wrote that paper, it was like 20 pages. And it was like a really good paper. I was like super proud of it. Turned it in, and like my professor called me in to his office, and I was that like, was yeah. And I was one of those students that like me and my professors were like the same class, and then you mark my paper and I go back. So I was like, <laughs> what have I done? Very transactional. <laughs> yeah, you get what I mean. And he was like, bro, 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 this is a really good paper. Like this seems well researched and stuff. Like, why don't you do this? And I was like, uh-uh, wait a minute. And I really thought about it. I had applied for my MBA. I could even go to admission. And I was like, you know what? There's no time like now, I guess, because it looked like it made sense. There was a movie that came out that year. I can't remember what it was called. It was made by some chick. And she went to film school for literally six months. Was it a Nigerian movie? A Nigerian movie. She went to film school for six months. And she made a movie for her final film school project. Okay. And that movie came out in Nigerian cinema and grossed 100 million. This was like 2013. And I was like, 100 million for six months of school. I know, like, I know this film shit. I've been always about films. Do you remember when it was. Remember how they sell films in Nigeria now? They used to sell them in front of the house. Remember when I used to work there? Like, just so I could, like. What, like like a video club or. No, No, video club. Some guy had, like, Shed. The shed. And I was like, guy, hire me. And I was like, I can't pee. And I was like, as long as I can take home a movie every night and watch it and return the next day, I'm Gucci. So I guess I've always been like into stories and stuff. So that was like, but that paper was like the real incitement that this can be like a career. Not just like banter. Always also, I made movies and like just, not. No, in film school, before film school, just some banter, like get my friends and like you, let's do like a, well, like a short film. Like a short film or something. Just do you still have them? 
still have them on my Google Drive. Trash. <laughs> for, for <lit. laughs> I mean, but you need things like that just to like yeah, measure your progress. Because yeah, yeah. it's the same way. Like when I read things like I wrote like six, seven years ago, I cringe. Like I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. But then I read like obviously when I look at it over time, I'm yeah. just like okay, you can see like the evolution. So it's it's important. Um. So okay, yeah, you went to film school. How long did you do film school? I went to film school for two years. Uh, Colorado film school in Colorado. It was actually very good for me. I'm reading a book right now for you readers out there called David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. I think I have it. One of my favorite authors. Yeah. And he's talking about how disadvantages can, <laughs> <laughs> how disadvantages can sometimes be turned into advantages. And I think Colorado Film School was that for me. Because I went to film school. I was prepared to be like around like film people that were serious about their shit. And when I got there, it was just a bunch of niggas that didn't know what the fuck they were going to do with their life or had dropped out of careers. My school, I think the average age was like 45. I was like the youngest in most of my classes. And I was like, wow, there's so many failures. And yeah. if you do not like get your life together, yeah. this is where you can be. So that that's like really what gave me... Because I used to be like a eh, eh kind of person before. I was like about the Fudgy life. But that really, like, I was like, if I'm 40, five in school, getting D's. So should, people that old in your class. Yeah, I should probably kill myself. That's how I felt. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, my professors were failures. Every, I, was just, I was just surrounded by, like, failure. And I was like, wow. Because my professors were so bitter. They were like, Hollywood, you go there, nothing will happen. Because it didn't work. Yeah, because it didn't work. And I was just like, wow, this <laughs> can't. Be me, because I've already like told my parents, yo, 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 leave this MB. Then I cannot like I can't come and be banteros, so I had to make it work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been back to Nash? Uh, I actually checked yesterday with my Instagram. You know, you can use Instagram dates. Yeah, yeah. So as the calendar of your life, I've been back for two and a half years now. So you know, because like I don't know if you remember the. Was that some titties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, because you've worked, like, before you decided to do, like, your own movie, you've done some, like, Nollywood stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I got back, my parents are very, like, most natural parents are very of the idea of, like, before you do something, you, you have to learn about the experience. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go to film school. I was like, because I had been writing for a bit, and I started watching Hollywood when I was doing that paper. Okay. And I was like, this shit isn't that good. Like, at my level there, I already thought that I was a level good enough to enter the industry and do something something decent. decent. Because I knew I was like, then I was like 22. Mm -hmm. I was like, my age will at least come out for my... Your lack of experience. My lack of experience. But my parents were like, "Uh, you need to work in Nigeria, you need to go to film school. So I went to film school. When I came back, I was like, oh, yeah, let's make this film thing pop. Yeah. They're like, you need to work in like the film industry in Nigeria. So I did NYC in a place called ABF for a year. And shout out to my mom. That was actually a really good idea. I met so many connections that were instrumental in making my film. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you compare to your first movie? First feature film. film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so this is like, Okay, this is like a big deal. Um, how did you like think of 
the like script of the movie, like the story, like how did how quickly did that come? How quickly did you write okay. it? How? So because it's a podcast and I know plenty of people listen, there's the story I've been telling there's a lie, which is oh Nigerian scarcity. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, that's bullshit. What happened was really was I came back from I came back from America. This was before I started working. Okay, yeah. And my parents were just you know how Nigerian parents are just anxious. They're like, Yo, Dari, what are you gonna do? What are you doing? This is like I've been back in Nigeria for two weeks, so yeah. what are you going to do? You have no ambition. They just sit in your room. I'm like, guys, I just graduated. Can I get like a chair? And they're like on my head. So I was like, one day I was just like, you know what? Screw this shit. I'm just gonna sit down here and write. So if they ask me what I'm doing, I'm writing. So what I did was I was like, I know to make a movie because of my economics background yeah. and business background. I understand a bit about like financing. financing. I was like, to make a movie, I need it to be as cheap as possible in order to be able to get as much, to be able to recoup as much. much. So I was yeah. like, what are the cheapest movies I know that are great? The cheapest movie I know that is great is Reservoir Dogs by Quentin. Mm-hmm. So I basically read that read the script like five, six times, watched the movie over and over, and I was like, if I was in Nigeria, how could I crib that to work in Nigeria? With one setting, one location, all that stuff. And that was like pretty much it, yeah. So I sat down, wrote for two weeks, and had the script. Okay, because, like, I was explaining the thing to someone on one of the previous podcasts, so like, people who listen to this would know what I'm talking about, because like, I was explaining, I said, it was a low budget movie mm-hmm. because it was like the in terms of like the location it's mm-hmm. location mm-hmm. is pretty much almost the same place for the whole mm-hmm. of it and i was not telling like tia who is also on the broadcast like i was telling him the guys on the cast so i was mm-hmm. like oh some killers in it zainab is in it walio joe is in it volley is in it um, saka is in it and it's like that sounds high budget to me so like um in terms of how did you find the movie Parents and love, man. But in terms of like cast, also in Reservoir Dogs, because I, I, I read a lot, like I yeah. said. Also, audio commentary, those were super awesome for me in my film education. I just found every film that had like an audio commentary, yeah. which is where the director talks about the film yeah. and listens to everything. So I, I found out that most directors, when they were starting out, when they cast like a big name, because that's how you get your film to be shown in films, they, they would always write these big names very tactically in the script. So they're in there the whole time, but they're set for maybe a week. Yeah. Two days, three days. So that's how I did it. I structured it in a way that everyone is in there and you will notice you you will never guess how long these people were actually filming for. Yeah. Um and how like in terms of the casting, how did you go about that? To be fair, I didn't really know Anything. None of these niggas. I know none of these niggas. So I got in touch with a very good producer. Tell me this all. That's the guy who was talking at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. He read the, yeah. yeah, he read the script. He was like, how do you intend to make money? And I convinced him. Like I was like, you this is my plan, this is how I'm going. And I was like, okay, this boy clearly has some sense behind him. And it was just we just kept going at it. Who can do this, who can do this? And I was and how like how was recorded? That was like the filming process. Like how was that fun? Like or was it just? And it was hard. It was hard as hell. But it wasn't that hard. He just came back two weeks ago. It was hard. Before man. it started, 
Bro, you just moved back to you, so it wasn't... Okay, well, one, two, one. When did you guys film it? I know you filmed in the filming station. We filmed in the filming station, uh, a family room. Okay. It's in... the outskirts of Lagos. In the outskirts of Lagos. So, wait, did you guys have to get, like, a hotel and be crashing around there? Yeah. Did you get yeah, okay. hotel, crash. hotel, crashes. Put up crew, How long did it take you to come? 11 days. 11 days. I don't know you, cause like it's only in Nigeria here things like that, like movies done in eleven days. Primer was done in seven eight. What's Primer? Primer is a fucking movie. I'm talking to you, okay? Oh oh, I I, I didn't have a clue it's what you're on about. It's not only in no no. I mean I mean that, that I was just it's low the budget. Whole, the whole thing. It's low budget. If you're shooting a movie that is like a blockbuster and they have and travel style. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I that's guess, I guess. No, see, you know, like. 95% of my education on the way mm-hmm. films like work mm-hmm. is from entourage. <laughs> like, so I, I get it. But yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's cool. I mean, if you're taking the crew across the world, then yeah. yeah. It, takes, it takes a while. If you're yeah. second unit, third unit, all that. And when did you, when did you guys film? April. April. April, April last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, the movie's coming out a year later. Yeah. yeah. yeah pretty decent, right? Yeah, that's, that's decent. And try to make and, a quick turnaround time. Um, I, I want to talk about the story. I guess. Okay, so, man, I'm trying to think of like the most simple way to put the story across, but I can't even figure it's it out. It's Yeah, right? it's very convoluted. I think one of you should just because like, I mean, you're closer to it. Man, I can't do it without saying anything. I mean, uh, the movie is about. A petrol station manager who, man, how the do petrol I, station is used as like to launder money. But that's you don't know that until you watch the movie yeah. from the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a spoiler. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man, There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. There's a whole bunch it's of crazy. stuff going on. Yeah, it's actually really crazy. You guys should watch it. They just want some money. That's yeah. pretty much it. People are it's trying to get money. Can't get money that ain't theirs. That ain't theirs. Basically. That's actually yeah. That's <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And um, people who have seen it, like, what's the general review been? Are they loved, man? They afraid. You were there, right? Are they afraid for him? Yeah, it's there. So you basically you saw what the review was like, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they stood up and clapped. Like, yeah, it was. I mean, I've been to Africa for two years. I'm not even blowing my horn. I've been to Africa for two years because I've gone to. I went to the first one when I was here, when yeah. I came back, and then the, this one I was just in. And I was like, I've never seen a reception for any movie. And it's not just because it was like no movie. Like, I was like, wait a minute. So, yeah, that was a bit weird. So, that's cool. Okay, so when your parents saw it for the first time, like, what, what was their reaction? When my parents first saw it in the yard, in my house, when we finished the Because they looked really proud of me. Yeah. When we finished the first quotes, they're like, I guess, I guess, I guess yeah. it's a movie. <laughs> they don't get it, you know what I mean? But they can understand, my dad is in business, so he can understand when other people like it. You don't have to understand yeah. something said that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, it's, it seemed quite like it was long at the premiere. Like, how long is it? It's one, one hour fifty. The one that we saw at the premiere, though, was okay, two, two something. Okay, so it's edited down. What's the worst thing I've been here? 
Um, okay, so like generally I think the movie's coming at the right time in terms of like when Hollywood did that. It's like oh, yeah. last year saw I mean the last couple of months just seen like proper blockbusters and the thing is like they're actually telling Nigerian stories. Like they're things like it's not um it's not like they're not coming with like Oyibo ideas and trying to like, yeah, yeah. transport it here. Like if you think of something like wedding party, it's actually about wedding is probably the most Google yeah. word in this country. <laughs> like Yeah, like so it was quite relatable. So um in terms of what do you see as like the next frontier for Nollywood or what do you think is like in terms just in the present? Bigger, better films. More more frequented films. Uh, yeah, um, to be fair, the Nigerian industry in Hollywood is limited by the amount of cinemas that they are. Because you can. I had a conversation with someone about this. Yeah. Because he was explaining, like, he was breaking it down to me in terms of, like, the cities where you mm-hmm. actually have cinemas. Yeah. And I think it's generally, like, the cities where you have universities, where, like, with students. So, like, Benin, I think, yeah, Benin, Benin Port Harcourt, Lagos, yeah, 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 Abuja. Yeah, yeah. Where else? Yeah, which are very big students. But there are only thirty cinemas in the whole country. There, there were thirty cinemas in the greater Denver area when I used to live in Denver. Yeah. Just Denver. Yeah. And here there are thirty in the whole country. So that's why a movie in America can make Three million in opening nights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's the problem. I don't think huh? people are not interested enough. And also, people are not interested. I, in, is, it in, people, is it people are not interested enough, or they've not just been given? I think because, like, if you think about it, like, with in terms of Nigerian movies, like, what do your parents watch? Nigerian movies. Exactly. Like, and people pay for, like for Iroko subscriptions. Not people in Nigeria. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like I guess but there's but, a market but, for it. But, but most parents don't. Like my parents, they don't go to the movies. They went to where you party. Maybe was a party. Exactly. Like especially on Nigerian movies again. What culture? There's no movie going culture among the people that watch Nollywood. The people that watch Nollywood now will be people like. Uh, eight to like 40 people that when they were blowing up they were taking this to silver bed and stuff yeah. so there's some movie going yeah, culture no, no, no. I think part of it too is because like when my parents talk like when my dad talks I think there was a scene like in Yaba when he was growing up if you think about it like the first when silver bed opened that's like the first cinema yeah. in terms of scenes yeah, in yeah, our lives yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was probably something that was there and then no no the culture that was the, what they call it it was um, the lack of security at and then what they call it censorship during uh the big guy with glasses i didn't say his name <laughs> i didn't say his name but don't come for me come for this guy <laughs> and all that stuff that kind of destroyed the movie going culture in nigeria also, at that time, the movies that were shown in those places weren't actually Nigerian movies. It was Indian films. So, yeah. The fact is, to, you need to make movies that people are age would be interested in. Because people who grow up, people, people can watch Iron Man. 
Yeah. So people can watch Iron Man while you interest them to watch a movie about two guys named Palo Agri. It's not enough because they've grown up on expecting spectacle. Yeah. So you have to be able to give fair that they will appreciate I, I suppose. Does that does that does that diminish the art? In terms of like does it feel like you're creating because it's a business at the end of the mm-hmm. day? Like you have, you're creating something that has to sell. Like you're you're creating a product that has to sell. So does that like does that diminish your work? Be like, let's say there's a movie idea you have, or you don't feel it's like in terms of art, artistic value, yeah. it's probably there's higher. So many, but because you can't you can't see it making money, money, you can't commercialize it. So does yeah. that like I write like all the time. There's so many scripts like I don't, and I know that a script is a banger. But like it's a banger for me. Yeah. And maybe people like, with your interests. Yeah, people with my interests. And I know like the average Nigerian people watch it. Yeah. But to be fair though, I think there's also what they call it, a disregard for the Nigerians' appetite in watching movies. Because think about it, on DST we have like how many movie channels? We have Africa. No, no, not African magic. I'm talking oh, about like the regular movie, like movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, they do. They yeah. do. When you talk, to, when you see those guys selling movies on the streets, when you ask them what do you have, they have what do you call it? They have Modern Family, they yeah. have Scandal, so they have Vikings. When I when I used to work in Okwebi, we used to like literally hard drives. In the morning they'll come and they'll be like hard drive trading. People are watching pop fiction. People, so the, I know there is a level of like taste, but the fact is, like I said, coupled with the amount of cinemas. The people in that run movie, that run the cinema business, they have to take in sure, sure bets. Sure bets. They can be sentimental, he- sentimental or hedging up like ah. So until we get to a place where the industry is robust enough to be able to support art movies, just like in Hollywood, in yeah, Hollywood yeah, there's like movies, indies and stuff. There's indies, there's blockbusters. But right now, we are currently in a blockbuster or yeah. nothing. There's no action. If it's not banging, it's not banging. Like nobody wants to see that shit. You know something I was thinking about while you were talking. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's something because I'm thinking and I've been thinking. I'm thinking in terms of like, um, you know now what you were saying about like TV. If you think about it, like DSTV now, like the writing in terms of like your TV shows, like the quality is. Amazing. It's amazing. But you think about like the um in terms of like the content world, like the average race within the banks. So like yeah, like you're in Danny oh, TV yeah. creating their own show and they're putting it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like come on, you guys create something with more depth and put it on TV because why like why is the online market taking precedence over like t- television? Because I can tell you this because Money. I work in Asia. <laughs> Because of economics. Everything forex. in life is economics. Yeah. First, first forex. <laughs> forex. <laughs> I'm dead. But it costs money to acquire a TV show to put on your station. So, just like we said in cinemas, TV stations want to acquire show bangers. Like, if you know, Skinny Girl on Transit is now DSTV. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Do so, know. after those, they've seen that as a fan base, or connect with people they can afford to say let's pay for that content and put it on our platform so that's why right now the 
way to make it if you're not in the establishment. Because the way that TV shows work for DSTV is that they commission those shows. Okay. So they find the person that like make a show, they give them money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for you to be able to bring your own creator, user created content, you have to either have a brand, like if Kulia Falana said I'm making a TV show, yes, people will probably take it. Because or you it's because it's Or you have to have like you. You have a thousand people that watch every we have one hundred thousand people that watch every episode, like skinny girl could say. Which I mean, even just thinking about like with um, insecure. Yeah. Because like it's already had like Mm-hmm. The YouTube thing and then yeah, that and transition to yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, like, in terms of Ojukobo results, March 17th, yes, yeah, boy, okay. Um, what are your plans for like that whole period? Have you cried, like, in terms of have you had like that moment? It's like, okay, this is actually like this is actually happening to be fair. I have always like expected this to happen to be this guy. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't going to be film or something, I always expect to be this guy. So people are like, yo, there I was up and I'm like, I'm in Google. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, calm Fox, down. <laughs> like, shit, we're gonna be in Hollywood. Mark this down, whatever yeah. We're gonna be in Hollywood before I'm thirty. I'm twenty six now. It doesn't make this shit happen. Oh, yes. Um and in terms of like what do you like your future is so is it I'm, you're you're writing a TV show at the moment, aren't you? How do you know that? Twitter it. I Twitter oh I guess. Wow, I've been tweeting. Yeah, I'm writing a TV show right now. Um yeah. so in I'm terms of that thing. Yeah, but like I'm thinking in terms of like in the like what do you have any idea what your next project project is gonna be like do you just want to do movies? Do you want to do TV shows? Do you want to do documentaries? Like in terms of the art form, like all what's right, your plan? All right, all right. I want to make I want to make no documentaries because that those take too much time and you really need to be passionate about those kind of things. Yeah, like about, the documentaries yeah. I like, like for instance, you see that documentary about Steve Avery? I can't remember it was on Netflix, making a murder. No, I'm listening. They shot that for seventeen years. Wow. You know, I don't know. Do you know Alex Kidney? No, no, no. That guy's like. He's the one who did Enron. Okay. Have you seen Finding Fella? Mm-hmm. He did Finding Fella. Mm-hmm. And then he did the Lance Armstrong one. Yeah. It's like... How long did it take? The Lance Armstrong one took a while because yeah. it's... They started the Lance Armstrong one when he was actually a champion. When, yeah, he, was, yeah. when he was when still he was good. Coping. When he was yeah. good. And then, and then the doping it, thing, it, the doping thing and comes then, out and then yeah. it's now... Basically, so what was planned like took a massively wild twist. The Finding Fella one, mm-hmm. I think... That for me was it's so good, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like because it's something I've been talking a lot about in terms of like foreigners telling Nigerian stories better than Nigerian. I don't see any reason why, yeah, like an American guy mm-hmm. should do like what is basically the quintessential documentary. I can tell you why, I, I can tell you why, because American guy. Like like I said a bit ago, it's economics. The American guy can afford to put a break to his vocation yeah. and make a further documentary. Go to do the research because he probably has grants. Yeah, I mean, the, funding won't be yeah, an issue for yeah, him. The Nigerian guy needs to pay his security bill. That's his good man. He needs to pay his electricity, his water, his food. He can't afford to make a further documentary. 
He needs money today. So you don't you don't think like if you wanted to in terms of funding, I feel like that's something that could be funded. It could be funded, I guess, but like again. Yeah. I talked I mean talk to the right people. Yeah, you talk to the right people. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's that interest. Yeah, you also have to be like genuinely interested. interested in yeah. I'm not interested in doc- I'm interested in watching documentary. Yeah, well, in terms of like creating, yeah. Yeah, I like what, that. What's the one where we're doing? It was Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams, yeah. That's that's another that's like another crazy movie. one. That took 21 years, years yeah. to make that. Yeah. yeah. I ain't waiting 21 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are the kind of documentaries that I really like. And I know the documentaries that I really like take a really long time. I couldn't do that. At this point in my life, maybe when I'm 40, I could change my mind. But right now, I'm not. Yeah, because I think you're still in that period where yeah, you can buy. No, no, <laughs> but yeah, because it's like it's like with, with everything you have to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like your when you could when you I mean when you made your name and you're older, you could probably leverage that yeah, to do yeah, your yeah, passion yeah. projects. Exactly. But for now, it's all about like economics and yeah. 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 Oh, fair enough. Um, well, yeah, I think the question is, what do I want to do? Uh, I want to make movies and TV. And when I say TV, I mean, like, like, Nisa property. I want to make, like, 12, so, yeah, 12 episode TV. hour-long TV shows. Like, not Netflix no, things. Like, no. not... Like, billions. Yeah, not like billions. Can we stuff? No, no, you can't call out stuff. Yeah. Like, me, you can't call out stuff. You can't call out stuff. This, call out stuff. this is my career. Call out stuff. No, no. Anyway, we want to make... TV shows that are like, like seminal, like really like. I know someone who's like writing a TV show. I did. No, no. And I was like talking to the person. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what, what's your um? You know, you can just sell this to like Danny or one of those things." And she's like, "Nah," because what she's trying to do is like. Tomorrow. A, no, not tomorrow. It's like, like it has to be like very nuanced. Like it can't just be those ten. Attention, short attention span, mm-hmm. you too many ones you put on YouTube. Like, do you just watch Mad Men? Yeah. Because I think Mad Men is like one of the good TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I think like the mark of a good TV show is when you finish watching it and you rewatch it and then you have to go and read up on it mm-hmm. because like there might be references you miss, just yeah. like little things like that. Like, a lot of these shows don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't give you that. Like, watch my TV show when it comes out. It's fire. It's super flame. Uh, yeah. Can you say what's about? Uh, okay. I guess I can say what's about. Can I? I. You can say it's off air if you don't feel. I like, will say it's off air to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like. Okay, so now let's talk about in terms of commercializing Nollywood. What's the revenue like in terms? Like now, your movie is gonna be cinemas. Like, yeah. how much you need to get do you make? Like, how does what's the model like? What works? What's should I tell them? How many people listen to your podcast? A couple of people. How many people listen to the last episode? A couple of people. How much is a couple? A couple. Uh, okay, I will say this because Maya is bam. Uh, the way cinema works in Nigeria. Okay, let's use the wedding party for example. Yeah. Uh, the last count, I think the wedding party made 500 million. Yeah. Oh. So the way that works is 500,000 people saw that movie in Nigeria. 500,000 people. It's, it's a 1,000 one to a ticket to a person. Yeah. That's how it breaks down with all the different timelines. 
the way it works is that that money is shared between three people. That's the exhibitor, the cinema, the, cinema, yeah. the distributor, that's the person who acquires the movie and puts it in cinemas, and the yeah. filmmaker. So each of those people get one third of oh. people. So from that 500, where the party made um, one something or two something? One, one point something. One hundred and something million. That's yeah. how much the filmmakers get to take home. Yeah, that's how it works in the cinema. Okay. Um, and then, is that like, do you guys have any plans or deals like in terms of, obviously because you have to target the demographic who wants yeah, in Nigeria, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, 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 who wants to see the movie? Mm-hmm. So like, is that like a Netflix deal? Is there like an Iroko deal? Shit like that? Or so what's what, the plan for that? All that stuff happens at the cinema. There's a way that the movie rollouts happen. Okay. It's usually cinema, actors cinema, what do you call it? Online uh, platforms, online. airlines, all that shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. After that That's actually a very good market. Yeah. After that you go to terrace to what do you call it? Pay T V, that's US yeah. T V, all that stuff. Then after that you go to terrestrial T V, that's NTA, all that stuff. Okay. Then you can probably make DVDs, but no Nigeria. Are you planning on making DVDs? No one makes DVDs in Nigeria. No, but even like you're not planning to send your movies like no, all those pirates. No, 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 pirates. No, no, <laughs> those pirates now are hooking it in traffic. What do you think? I heard that you can make a lot of money from them pirates as well. Yeah, like that's what. Them. Basically, what happens yeah. for Nigerian guys know. is basically you you collect money and for them to pirate your work. Yeah, Z. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, that just diminishes it. It's like, no, it I, just, do not, I do not negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's terrorism. If some, I've realized, and I realized this is super early in my life. If someone pays you five million yeah. for your film or for anything, they're probably making twenty. Yeah, it's probably worth a lot for them to be for giving you that much money. Like, so no, just yeah, don't find something else. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah, I can't do it on my own because if you make a DVD, all they have to do is just buy one and burn it. That's why Nigeria. Yeah, because like my dad is in publishing, so yeah, that's why we know we know like in terms of like the thing you know we even know the people. You know the pirates. Like let me give you this example. When I was in law school, mm-hmm. you know in law school like in Lagos and mm-hmm. the teachers make textbooks like they go and write textbooks and then they sell it and then they're like oh come and buy my textbook if you want my textbook I'll give you this special deal. You know there's a guy in a van mm-hmm. outside law school. Like, do you know how brazen it is? So we're sending like, outside the guy place. is in a van there outside, opposite law school. <laughs> He's selling the teacher's books pirated. Like, you know the guts of that? And it's Nigeria. Like, I mean, you just yeah. I mean, hopping uh, van and deal. I first two years ago, I met the guy who made the first Nollywood movie. That's the maker of the Pretty Serpent. Okay. The guy who was in the dude who produced them, who got all the VCRs and there. And he was talking about how. He went because there's a copyright commission in Nigeria. Yeah. And he was talking about how he went there. He was like, you let's go to Alaba. I know the pirates. They're like, you don't have boss. So he got their boss. They went there and they just brought out bottle at Alaba and all the people vanished. And the people said that they were going back home. Finish. It's the same thing, like it's with like the music yeah. it's a, it's a, if you can't prosecute then it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's but it didn't like because I've, I've seen the guy who runs Kosan, which is like a copyright society. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, he's very like, he's actually quite militant. And in terms of like Kosan, I think they, they're doing well, but obviously they can do better. Mm-hmm. Like, because 
what the guy that's something the guy said that is something you don't think about. Like any public place that plays music, mm-hmm. it's supposed to pay like a license fee, like a yeah. tax, mm-hmm. like royalty. Just so like he because the day he spoke, like the thing, it was at stock exchange, and he's like, "You guys are playing music here." Have you been when we get to the office? We're like issuing an invoice because you mm-hmm. need to pay like yeah. restaurants yeah. anywhere, like nightclubs, things yeah. like that. Like yeah, you just well, I think that's a, that's a thing. I think probably in terms of like the culture, I think mm-hmm. what Nigerians suffer is because like, you know, when people are used to receiving things for free, yeah. it's hard to get them to pay for it. Yeah, like like yeah. what when I can say yeah, this. I already have it. And that's it's like it's fucking killing the business because it's yeah. killing journalism. Yeah. Because now that's why institutions go clickbait because it's like we need as many clicks as we can get so we can run ads because yeah. people don't want to pay for Anybody like quality care? journalism. That's real life now, man. Yeah, man. You just have to yeah, find yeah, a way with the system and beat it. Yeah. I mean, like, what I always think about is, like, the music industry. Look at what they did. Like, they fucked up the whole piracy thing, fucked up their game. Yeah. So now people just make money off tours. Like, yeah, the album yeah. is just your promotion. Yeah. So now they know, so they can know what songs to sing along with. Yeah, when they're it's like, people, like, artists, then now, because, like, it's still so easy, mm-hmm. like, people don't even really need to release CDs. Like, people don't. Like, 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 yeah, like, like, if you don't release CDs, what's the point? Because, like, the thing, if you even release a CD, like, that's how your album gets mixed. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's, what's the, the point? point? You just put it, you just do it, try and get all your streaming numbers high, and then so, yeah, leverage that to whatever you can leverage it to. like, for Nigeria, at least my, my thinking is that based, based on the current economic situation, which is we have 30 cinemas, yeah. If you make a movie that you know has what they call it, uh, outreach, like for instance, if I was wedding party right now, what I would do is I would go to India, to the niggas, hire a tent, hire a bus that I can fold my tent into, hire a big, and I'll literally go on tour yeah. with my movie, and I'll collect gift fee. Some people would jump over the fence, sure. The way that, you know, the way they have that green sense is Exactly, like, exactly, yeah. and I'll just go on tour. There, there. <laughs> yeah, well, and I will make so much money off food and concession. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. And you could do like in terms of school tours. Mm-hmm. So like take it to unis. They do that already, man. Yeah, like take it to unis. Like they do private unis. Yeah, no, yeah. see, see, people are in this industry. People are cashing out. There are people who in like there are people. Are they who, the right people? Though? Are they like? There's nothing like right people. If you're cashing out, you're the right person. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. And people are making very good money making films in Nigeria. There are a bunch of people who are not making squiggly swap. It's like, like everything. So, like the everything. same way you have like your, yeah. you have your, like your lawyer uncle who's yeah, like exactly. a fucking billionaire. And you have like, like your charger bill lawyer who <laughs> just always looks richer in court. That's life. So I feel like it's just to work hard and work After and your position yourself. Right. Yeah, work smart right. yeah. I think working smart is either should be more written yeah. than working hard because everyone can work hard. Yeah, 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 right, like, right, you yeah. have to be in the right place. I mean, there's an element of luck, but it's also working yeah, smart because yeah, yeah. nothing is like an accident. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing right. is an accident. an accident. There's luck, but you have to be, you have to you be ready for luck. Yourself so for every little luck to happen, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Alright, Dari. Thank you, me. Thank you guys for coming. I think wow, we got good episodes. Good episode. It's a good episode. 
It's a great episode. Like, yeah, like, especially because we've not had, like, this is the first time we're having someone in this industry, someone with your interest. So I think, like, it's obviously it's like. Me, we're in the industry. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Banter. Right now, like, whose idea was it to class Bully and Saka as, like, the two security guards? Um, I, I think that's like the most genius thing ever. I wanted Bolly and Fouls. Yeah. That's what I was gunning for. Couldn't get Fouls, but so we won with Saka. I thought Bolly and Fouls would have killed it. Bolly and Fouls would have killed it. But Bolly and Saka do kill it. Bolly and Saka yeah. killed it, but Bolly and Fouls would have ruined it. Would have ruined it. That would have been fun. I don't like it. Just it. having Fouls in focus. Yeah. Now Fouls has like. Yeah, Fouls has the juice. I was like, yo, Fouls has the juice. Let's get this nigga home. Yeah. But it's hard to convince people, especially when you're a first-time director. That yeah, because they, 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 it's like, even just in terms of like, just mm-hmm. like with Culture Custodium, like mm-hmm. with the sites, like it's the same thing because mm-hmm. people want to go and give like Bella and I mm-hmm. or like, that their money yeah. because they know, that. they know like it's, yeah. it's like, oh, what do you guys do? I'm just yeah. angry. You know, really asking me this stupid question. Like, go on the website, you see what. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to like pay your dues, and then yeah. you're like, yeah. It pays off. It, yeah. It pays off when you work out. So, if you're listening, files or files management team, I still love you. Yeah. I still want you in the next one. So, we'll make that happen. Yeah, good. Alright, so. Mm-hmm. Normally, at the end of each episode, we do a thing where it's like a pick a millennial of the day. So, like. Millennial. Yeah. So like in terms of like just the last week, I'm, man, I didn't even think week. about this. My so. millennial of the week is easily Stormzy. Stormzy has resurrected grime, brought it to mainstream. I've downloaded that album. Is it? Has Adele shouted out on Twitter? Shout out Stormzy. You look like Ben Taken, but I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let me think. The album is Adele of the week. What's happened this week? What's happening? Football, pop culture, <laughs> like okay, future drop two albums in one week. Um, Stormzy. Nah. You can't say the one I just said, nigga. <laughs> no, it can't be. Like I'm thinking, man. I just go, okay, yeah. I give to Darren because like I, I really do like big. I would do myself, man, but you give me. <laughs> um, millennial. Millennial of the week. I got millennials for days. What are you guys doing? Justin Sky, your skin is like chocolate. Oh. Wait, she's giving me skin. I don't care. <laughs> I love you. I don't care about your body count. <laughs> no, it's not the body count. It's just I, I mean. I don't care about your body uh, positioning. Huh? Oh yeah, I mean, loser of the week should be pretty cheeky. Brian Miles, man, for bringing chocolate back on. <laughs> I Thank you for having us on. Uh, if you're listening, please watch Ojigo Koro in cinemas. It's March very 17. important. The way movies in Nigeria works, especially us, we're coming out of match, we're coming out with a ton of other foreign competition. They're going to put that out. So we need your faces in order to keep continuing. If you check out, Wedding Party is still in cinemas right now. This came out in December. They will keep your movie will stay in if people watch it. If it doesn't stay in, they yank it after two weeks. If they yank me after two weeks, I might kill myself or become a lawyer. So make this happen. Alright. So you guys you guys have heard. We are 
Culture Custodian is going to run a giveaway for oh, two tickets to see Odukokoro. At the premiere. At the premiere, so you get to see it's Knife like, Mars. Yeah. What is the premiere? Knife Mars. Knife Mars. So, yeah. Um, I will put out what you need to do two minutes in due course. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you really enjoyed the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share it. Follow Dark Yeah, look at this nigga. Yeah, Dark Follow Almighty Sozin. Yeah, follow. Oh, yeah. You get a ticket if you can tell me what movies Dark Call and Almighty Sozin are crib from. That's a good challenge. They're both movie references. Okay. So, yeah, good luck, guys. And. Let's hold those tickets for